0: Like, we're just, we're just me, sharing like, our uh, curiosity no i'm shitting on them oh. like, okay <laughs> and did i love them yes were they magical absolutely did i buy them no do i regret it yes. yes hey guys welcome back to it burns in a good way the
1: podcast
0: i'm Michaela, and i'm mariah and welcome to the podcast all about things that burn in a good way most of the time Things like student loans, working out, and the things we do to dull the pain. Join us every week where we cover the things that matter, the things that don't, and everything in between. So, as you might have noticed, if you pay attention to if the you're intro, a loyal <laughs> fan from the beginning. If you've been with us from the beginning, as this is episode five, congratulations, you've made it this far. Yeah. Um, you may have noticed, although you may not have noticed, that we did change just a teeny tiny bit of that intro. Michaela, why don't you share why? Um, so we changed the,
1: the phrase and the alcohol that we drink to dull the pain to the things that we do to dull the pain. And we did it to, Uh, just clarify that we don't drink alcohol to dull the pain. That was meant to be a funny, snarky little joke. But um, in all seriousness, you don't have to drink alcohol to dull anything. Um, We really do it just for fun and for the taste of it. Um, But we also just wanted to be inclusive to people who choose not to drink for whatever reason it may be, because there are so many ways that you can Get through the hard parts in life without alcohol. You really, really don't need it. So we just wanted to be mindful of that. And that's why we changed it.
0: Am I missing anything? No. Just know that you can enjoy the podcast, whether you drink alcohol Mm -hmm. or you don't drink alcohol, if you're underage, if you're overage. And know that we're not trying to encourage drinking. We're trying to encourage... Experiences Mm -hmm. and fun conversation and sometimes trendy and uh, scary topics, Mm -hmm. you know, right? And sometimes we'll have alcohol. Sometimes we'll have mocktails. We're really excited to introduce some mocktails and play with some different um, non-alcoholic or even um, lower-proof drinks. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I think you covered it all. Okay, and. That's the hope that everyone has has space here on the podcast, yeah, everyone feels welcomed and appreciated. and so that's our little note about that, yeah, that was good <laughs> that was good. And now we're gonna tell you that we're drinking red wine, yeah, in tonight's episode, <laughs> um Michaela's here in Chicago. I think she noted at the last in the last episode that uh. She was here for a business trip, and she extended it to come hang out with Al and I in our new apartment. And so, it's so fun. We're
1: just having like sleepovers.
0: It's so fun to have people in our apartment and to be able to record the podcast in person. It's great. We're sorry for the echoes if it happens, but. It's just these tall, tall ceilings in my bougie apartment (laughs) apartment in Chicago. Um, So I'm sorry if it bothers your ears that I just live in the biggest apartment. Um, Anyways, we're drinking red wine. (laughs) It's called It's a Head Snapper California Radiant Red Blend. Do with that what you (laughs) will. So... That's what we're drinking. See, I don't love blends because I don't know what
1: it is. Like it's descriptive of nothing. Ding. cute.
0: I think that's the fun part of a red blend. You don't know what you're gonna get. Yeah, it's like a mystery. You know, it's like a blind date with your drink I don't of the think evening. Need that I don't need <laughs> no, that. no, it's pretty mm. good. It is very good. Um, okay, let's get into what burned this week. Why don't you? Okay kick it off um I as always I have like a
1: hundred but I decided to go for the low-hanging fruit and the most obvious mm. one is Mariah did in fact drag me to a Pilates class <laughs> and my glutes are burning Ooh. we mm-hmm. were walking around the city today and every time there were stairs I just like hobbled up them and I made the like most attractive grunts as I did um, and so uh, mine is short and sweet. My body burns <laughs> because of the
0: fucking Pilates class that you took me to. We took Legree Pilates. And I know that if you're a Legree person who's listening right now, you're like, it's not Pilates. But we are not Pilates people. So to us, it's like the same thing. I've never done anything differently How is than it Legree. different than regular Pilates? So apparently Legree is slower. Again, if you're oh, a Legree okay. girl, please explain okay. it. To me, and don't be mad if I'm explaining it wrong, but I think it's supposed to be slower and also, like, more traditional Pilates is, like, on the floor, and then they had reformer Pilates, which is the machine that we were on, Mm -hmm. but then apparently Sebastian Legree, the creator of this program, it's a little bit different in, like, the length that you hold the postures and the exercises that you do, which can be different from, like, a traditional Reformer Pilates place, like Solid Core or, like, any of those large chains. Um, but we went to a local Legree Reformer Pilates um, studio, and we took class with the owner, who happens to be a former Victoria's Secret model. Um, oh if you want to dig into a hole and figure out who that is, you can. I'm not going to, like, put it on blast, but... She's beautiful and it was wonderful. Um and it was really hard, but really fun. I
1: I genuinely enjoyed it and I would yeah. go
0: back. Um But it hurts.
1: Mostly for the the owner. Yeah. She was so pretty and so nice yeah. and she said my name and she knows my name. She did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that mm-hmm.
0: was fun. But yeah, we're very sore. Um I didn't even think about mine for this week. I'm trying to come up with something on the spot here.
1: Okay, okay what?
0: Sorry. Tell me something good then. Um, something good? We then? need some positivity in here. Okay, sure, I guess. Um, I found a nail technician on the first <gasps> try, which was a positive That's really thing. Nice. That was good. And she has a really popular Instagram, and it seems like she does a lot of hand painted designs. And so I kind of want to get into that and being more fun with my manicures. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I just went with, like, a Kelly Green. Now I feel like everything Kelly Green is, like, speaking to me. Yeah. And I didn't think that green was going to be my color. I was very nervous that it wasn't oh, going to really? look good in green. Yeah. And then I got a top because I got my first run the Runway package. You didn't really have a lot of positive
1: <laughs> things. I was also going to say a we went meet. to
0: Aritzia and you got all these great oh. things at Aritzia. So. Went to Aritzia, almost bought Kelly Green pants. Yeah. Didn't do it. I'm still thinking about them. I wish I would have bought them. But they are not... Um, practical going into the fall. And I can always buy them again. They do not have them online. I looked. <laughs> yeah. And that's okay. They have a billion other colors. So it's fine. But I had a really good week. So I'm not going to bitch at the beginning of the episode because I have a feeling the rest of the episode, there might be just like a little bit of bitching. So yeah, yeah. Just like a little bit.
1: I'm planning on being nice. I made... <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, 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 what is that reaction? She's a nice person, y'all. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just wasn't expecting I that. I grabbed myself before. You this. pressed yourself. Yeah. I wrote some notes down. <laughs> she wrote some notes. Yeah. Um By now, you probably already know what this episode is because you read the title or you read the episode description in the show notes. Which, uh, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's Michaela's job. So if you're loving <laughs> the show notes, <laughs> rate us five stars on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> But this week's episode is on Disney adults. And yes, we did move what we originally had planned on talking about tonight. This was a special request. A special request to talk about <laughs> Disney adults. <laughs> they don't have to know. It's by you.
1: Well, I, I think it's fine because I was really shitting on them a couple episodes ago. Mm. And I feel kind of bad about it. So that's <laughs> yeah. That's why.
0: Yeah. That's so why. We're going we're gonna to do a more <laughs> to in-depth episode. Yeah. So... As like a disclaimer, we're not trying to yuck anybody's yum here and we know that people have different opinions and we just noticed like Disney adults are not new by any means, but they're still very trendy. The past couple of years, it's been a pretty trending topic on social media um, and it seems to be kind of a divisive topic Mm -hmm. and we're not here to kind of shy away from divisive Mm -mm. things or share Mm -mm. our opinions. And talk about stuff that we think is interesting or cool or weird or we're not quite sure what it is. So we're going to talk about it with each other mm-hmm. and with you, hopefully. So yeah, let's get into yeah. Disney adults. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. That was the shortest intro ever and
1: I'm yep. actually really proud of
0: it. We crushed that. Yeah, <laughs> We got through to the topic of the day so quickly. Immediately. Immediately. Whoa. You're welcome, Al. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So I just want to start off mm-hmm. and say... That there are many different definitions of what a Disney adult is. Some are kinder than others. What do you think of when you think of a Disney adult? I think of a, what's it called? An adult child. Yeah. A man child? Ma- yeah. Yeah. Whatever that is. Or like a lady child? Yeah.
1: I don't know what like... that is. I don't know if there is one. <laughs> Just like a very, almost like, uh, sheltered very like and and i will say that i you mentioned this Mm -hmm. that like this has been a new thing over the past few years Mm -hmm. they've been around for a while but we just recently have started talking about them and then the phrase disney adult has just come up over the last few years and so um i think that the phrase kind of came up right around the same time that I moved to Utah. Mm. And there's a lot of Mormons who are Disney adults. Yes. And so I think for me, I uh, put together Mormons with I correlate them together. Yeah. And that's not true. Right. But um that is a big part of it. And and we haven't talked about religion yet, but like I have a I have a problem with the Mormon religion. Yeah. I don't have a problem with people who in their religion. Like everybody can have their religion but this is just sort of, like, a correlation with that, and it just has a, gives me a bad taste in my mouth, you know? Yeah, I get that.
0: I brought some definitions Thank for today's you. episode. Thank God. Some, like I said, nicer than others. Um, the NPR news story, which I would say is probably, like, the most bland, the most, Unbiased. like, moderate yeah, okay. one. Yeah, yeah says that Disney adult is a term colloquially used to describe an adult who loves all things Disney and spends vast amounts of money and time on Disney-related products and experiences.
1: I mean, at the end of the day, that is what it is.
0: Yeah, factual. Factual. Now, Urban Dictionary takes a little more critical of an approach and says an eccentric or theatrical person who's often overly positive and lacks the self-awareness to know when people find them disruptive or annoyingly cloying. And my thing is, it doesn't even mention Disney. That's so funny. (laughs) I didn't even think about that. It doesn't even. It's like an eccentric or theatrical person. That's hilarious. Like, no. I guess maybe. when Okay.
1: I have many co-workers who mm-hmm. are Disney adults, mm-hmm. and I have one friend. I love her to death. She's distant. Like, she and I aren't close friends, but, like, I genuinely love her. Um, and she's also a, a, a very, like, low-key Disney adult. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you maybe wouldn't guess it. And they aren't – I wouldn't describe them as theatrical or eccentric or um, over-the-top. Like, they can be, but from what I know in real life, the Urban Dictionary – Definition is accurate, but not necessarily in my
0: real life. In your experience, yeah. yeah. And this one, the final one, is from Buzzfeed, which I think makes sense too. Okay. It says they aren't just adults who like the brand; they're aficionados, obsessives, people who have forged a specific and unshakable connection with the late Walt Disney's sprawling empire. That's so a good one. That makes sense, and that is something I think too that we at least we'll try to emphasize in this episode, is, like, we want you to go to Disney. <laughs> oh, like, yeah. yeah. Like, huh. we like Disney. We want to go to Disney. You've like, never been. I've never, I've never We're been to Disney. A, it brings in a good way field trip to yeah. Disneyland. Yes. Or world or whatever. So anybody who's there who wants to meet up with us at Disney, how fun! please, yeah. yes. Because I do understand that it's fun. It's, like, when it becomes something bigger and can kind of take over one's life or one's personality that I am confused by and I like need to know more about because from an outsider's perspective, to me it feels kind of strange, right? Like I just don't know about it. And so this definition that's like obsessives, people who have forged this unshakable connection with Mm -hmm. Disney and everything that Disney stands for and how they kind of integrate it into their lives, I find to be really interesting and like, a bit strange because I just don't, I don't have that same life experience.
1: And this is, so I was
0: uh, roaming Reddit
1: because I'm a Redditor. And um so I was trying to see what the people are saying. And there was this one thread that went into like overall Disney of like, Oh, like I like Disney movies and that's not it. This is really focused on the Disney parks situation yeah. because I love Disney movies. I have Disney plus and yeah, Someone was like, oh, all of the Star Wars movies are Disney. Um, and so, like, that doesn't count, right? And so, just to clarify, this is specifically the people who are obsessed with going to the park constantly. Not people who, like, enjoy a nice Disney movie every now and then. Yeah.
0: Um, and also, if you identify as a Disney adult and you don't want to listen to this episode, you don't have to. <laughs> Or, like, you could. You could. It'd probably be good for you. Oh, geez. (laughs) Maybe. I mean, I don't know. (laughs) And if and it's okay to disagree with us, right? And we had this conversation last night. Like, Michaela said. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You can like what you like. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that we have to like what you like. And you don't have to like the fact that we don't like what you like. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's totally fine, you know? Totally. But I definitely, like, I want to have this conversation about... Like what we've seen Disney adults do, and I think we'll probably talk about a couple different, like trending scenarios that popped into my head, at least having to do with Disney adults and the strangeness of it in my eyes,
1: right? Right. And I think the one, the few examples that you'll bring up just, and we'll get into it, but it, it's, this is what I see is Disney is supposed to be A fun getaway, Mm -hmm. a little vacation. Mm -hmm. It's an amusement park at the end of the day. For children. For kids. And so if you, if that starts to penetrate into your normal everyday life in a way that's disruptive, not only to yourself, but to others, um, then again, and, and I said this last night too, when we were talking, if it doesn't hurt anybody, then it really doesn't matter. Right. I don't care if you're disney adult for god's sake like god fucking damn it like do whatever the fuck you want whatever makes you happy do it as long as you're not harming other people and that's usually like this usually this Mm -hmm. checks out like Mm -hmm. as long as you're not harming others which you probably aren't as if you're a disney adult then you're fine so truly at the end of the day i truly have no problem with disney adults (laughs) like when it really comes down to it because you're not hurting anybody you're just trying to have fun
0: but it's still stupid okay Okay, give me some examples. Let's get into it. Yeah. Um, so, and we don't know, I know there's been some um, iffiness about this first example, so I'm going to give it anyway. One of the first examples of Disney adults I saw that was, like, outside of my personal life, because, like, I have known some people who are Disney adults, we still follow each other on Instagram, I see all of this stuff, oh, um, but the one example I saw more recently where a couple decided not to feed their wedding guests and instead pay for Mickey and Minnie to make two individual appearances like during their wedding festivities. I can't remember. Like I know first dance was one of them. And then like another time um, that Mickey and Minnie came to the wedding and Mickey and Minnie's visit was so expensive for their wedding that they decided to forego dinner and did not feed their guest dinner. And this was on Reddit. Then it went viral on Twitter and, and everywhere, it came, right? It came and there's other stories and stuff. And like, time. I know I don't know if we talked about this, but like, it's possible that part of it was it was an afternoon wedding That's and the what reception Sire, was earlier. That it was like a two p.m. wedding, and uh, but like, even if you have a wedding at two p.m., don't you have like a dinner after? Isn't like what a wedding is? I mean, think like, it like wraps up at four, oh. and you have like snacks, right? Well. I don't. know. But to me, I'm like,
1: you can like get a barbecue restaurant to cater your right. wedding for like. A thousand bucks.
0: Right. And I just, that's asinine.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. Yes. Which is one who's putting together a wedding. Right.
0: Like, I'm planning a wedding and we just got a (laughs) catering quote today, right? Perfect timing. Catering quote. And I'm thinking, okay, if you couldn't pay for food because you had Mickey and Minnie, how expensive were Mickey and Minnie? Yeah. Because we are having to allocate a lot of money for our catering. And I'm like, what? Like, and you did everything else, so I guess I don't know. Um the one thing they have to do, you have to feed your guests.
1: You have to feed them. That like mm-hmm. even if it's again like barbecue from down the street, put get put food in their stomachs. Yeah. If you don't have an open bar and you have them pay for drinks, that's fine. Yeah. If you don't want drinks at all, that's fine. Yeah.
0: Uh, ceremony, feed your guests. Yeah. Oh well no, I agree. And the thing not to we keep jumping back to the Mormons. But, like, the people who I know from Utah who were LDS who had crazy – they called them celebrations. At least the people I know, they called their reception celebrations. They'd invite literally hundreds of people to these celebrations and still fed them. Okay, good. Still gave them snacks. I'm like, if you're having 500 people at your celebration and you're doing snacks, how expensive was Mickey and Minnie? Uh, Why is that a thing? And I guess it's just – Honeymoon. Honeymoon and Disney. Right. Like Right. Yes. Which I know plenty of Disney adults who have done. And in my mind also another thing where I differ, I'm gonna go somewhere on my honeymoon that I've never been before. That's yeah. That's like special. That goes into the other
1: example. I don't know if this was on your list of This is a good subway. Tell it. Um, I can't remember the details, but it was somebody who was like out literally on a
0: an, a really great vacation and was like,
1: Oh, I miss animal Kingdom." Oh
0: yes. Okay. <laughs> So in one of the articles that I was reading while doing research for this episode, somebody had, like, contacted their sister while they were in Zimbabwe. Oh, my God. Yeah, they were in Zimbabwe. And they were, like – the girl was, like, my sister called me while she was in Zimbabwe and was, like, it's so cool here, but I really wish we were at home at Animal Kingdom instead. And I'm, like, why? I have such a problem with that. Like, that's why I (laughs) draw the line. When, when
1: you're stopping yourself mm-hmm. from seeing literal culture and, and the beautiful natural world that we live in so yeah. that you can go to fucking animal kingdom.
0: Yeah. Stop. Yeah. And we promised ourselves and each other, mostly me, that I wouldn't get into all of the like, Shitty aspects of Disney. It's like an old company, and there's been a lot okay. of crap that's gone on with Disney and with Animal Kingdom and with theme parks and cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. That's a rabbit hole we're not going down. No. We're talking about no, Disney adults, not Disney as a corporation. For day. But that's part of it. It's like yeah. you're literally experiencing the world, the, like whitewashed version, right? Like you'd rather go experience the whitewashed version, yeah. of, like Animal Kingdom, versus actually being in Zimbabwe. Wow. Blows my mind. That's crazy, again, to me, because I could never imagine having that experience. And I also, I feel like we should talk about, like, how often do you have to go to Disney? And what does Disney theme parks have to do for you in order for you to get to that point where you have that reaction? I really think,
1: Al, when we were talking about this yesterday, Al brought this up of, um, and this is such a valid thing. And and I really want to bring it up that. A lot of Disney adults, I think, were missing something in their childhood. Sure. And this is them fulfilling that. And I think that's super valid. Mm -hmm. And I have empathy for that, right? Like, I have understanding for that. Um, and, and I wonder if that's where, really where it is, where it's escapism Mm -hmm. of, um, channeling your inner, inner child that you didn't get to. Like, maybe you grew up with not a lot of money or, or, you know, whatever the case may be that, that might not be so great as a kid. Like, this is a, this is a way for you to just like, release and like be a kid and be free and that's so fun and and the escapism of it and being able to like have to work an entire year in the crazy world that we live in right now that's so stressful and like our anxiety is through the roof right now Mm -hmm. and so to have something to look forward to like going to Disney where you know what to expect you know what you're gonna love you know where you want to go like I think that's completely valid and I see that I see the appeal Um, but it's gotten to a point where you can do that in so many other places and people are forgetting
0: that. Like, I feel like
1: these Disney adults forget that.
0: Yeah. And I just, it's, and I, and I agree with you. I think that Disney must be there, right? In a sort of way for Disney adults that it's not for other adults, yes. right? Like Disney functions inherently differently in their minds and in their experience of the world differently than other people. And I do probably think it's a lot, it has a lot to do with trauma in their childhood mm-hmm. or like stressful work environments mm-hmm. and this idea to like go to this magical place where time doesn't exist and yeah. you're not working a job. That's
1: how they market it. It's right. a hundred percent. Yeah. yeah.
0: They market it as yeah. this escapism sort of mm-hmm. sort of experience. And I think that they nail it, obviously. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. <laughs> it's such a successful business. Yeah. And it and it encourages people to spend literally thousands to hundreds of thousands of dollars a year going to these places like there I've read multiple articles where people were spending upwards of $75,000 per person like total over the course of their lifetime so far going to Disney which again it's your money that you're making spend it how you want to spend it but that is also wild to me yeah that somebody would spend $75,000 taking people to disney world or land
1: (laughs) there are so many places you could go that is rich in culture and 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 learning and and experiences yeah (laughs) you're going to disneyland yeah
0: and how i also this is probably somebody and you've been to disney so you can help me with this Uh How much is there to actually do At the theme park alone That's a good question And if you're someone Where like I know people in my personal life Who will go any chance they get And sometimes that means like Six to seven times a year What else is there to do I think it's
1: pretty big Okay Okay. Uh, Because And this is where they also make money off of you Because you go to Disney I've only been to Disneyland And I was like 11 So like I You're talking to an expert here Sounds like. um <laughs> Sounds like. Yep. That. Totally. I know exactly what I'm talking about. I have perfect memory. But, like, you have Disney World or Disneyland, and then you also have the Universal Park. And those are two separate parks. Okay. But it's, like, an add-on.
0: That's where Harry Potter World is? Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. And they have them in both. And they also have, like, the Star Wars World or whatever that's oh, called. I'm not into that. I don't know what that <laughs> is all about. And I think they have different – like, I think mm. Animal Kingdom might be an extra – I don't know. Something like that. But, okay. like – they've done they've they've expanded it and i also think it's they do a decent job of evolving it pretty consistently okay. so if i go now in 6 months it might look kind of different and they might have opened a mm. new ride or they might have a new exhibit and that kind of thing okay um going like every month or every other month is kind of wild it also depends i think on how like if you're going just for like if i have a pass sure, a year pass or whatever which is wild but if, let's say i have that yeah and i paid Crazy amount of money for it, and I go just on weekends. It's like a two day trip.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: That's sure. just like itty bitty, sure. Of like what you'll be. Able to well, see. and that's why
0: I think. There's also like a difference, right, between Disney adults who live in California yeah. or Florida, yeah. and Disney adults who do not. Because like I've seen Disney adult TikTok accounts where they like moved to Florida, yeah, yeah. to go to Disney as every week yeah and like or like families who will move close to disney and like this mom who's a stay-at-home mom will take her three kids under six to the freaking park every
1: week i also think sorry if i did i interrupt you no keep going and this popped (laughs) into my head that because I just, I just got this memory of... I have a friend and her mom and her stepdad are Disney adults. Mm-hmm. And they're the sweetest people ever. Like, they really are. And you yeah. wouldn't know it either. Sure. um But they kind of did that. I think they, they ended up buying a condo, mm-hmm. like, in the park. Like, you can buy one. Or it's, like, right across the street from the park mm-hmm. specifically for that. And they literally moved to Florida for this. Yeah. And they were also retired. So, like, it's not like right. they were, like, up-shoveling their entire life. Sure. But... They are also like incredibly rich. Uh-huh. And they, um, like the mom is like really into like designer things and that kind of mm. thing. And I actually really think this is like a flex. Yeah. The, the, like, cause they go there, they have passes and they go sure. constantly. Sure. And I, and I have never gone with them, mm-hmm. but I can just picture them walking around Disney World um buying whatever they want and spending yeah. the money on the past that c- lets them cut the line and yeah. like like flexing their money in a way that we talk about i was actually thinking about this a lot with um i think i was ta- i was thinking about this when we were talking about designer purses and i know we i was gonna gucci. say can i be a gucci yeah adult? Is yeah that thing? <laughs> like like we choose to spend yeah. Tens of thousands of dollars on a Birkin bag. Right. And, yeah, we're shitting on people who yeah. are spending tens of thousands of dollars. We're trying to not shit on part. you
0: if you're a Disney adult. We're trying not
1: I to. mean, I guess, like, like we're just We're just me, sharing
0: like, our um, curiosity. No, I'm shitting on them. And oh, they
1: can, okay. But they can shit on me for
0: wanting Absolutely. a Birkin bag. You know, yeah.
1: like. Yeah. yeah. No. It's yeah. mutual. Yeah. yeah.
0: The dislike for our hobbies <laughs> yeah. are mutual. It's okay. It's fine. Don't, like,
1: dish it if you can't take it. So, but yeah, so I'm
0: shitting on Disney adults, and I understand that you can shit on me for the things that I like. Sure. And next episode, we cover Gucci adults. Um, now I'm kidding.
1: I think. We should. I know. But the, the, the difference <laughs> <It> is. <laughs> just pull my notes up. Mm. Oh, okay. I had some. I did this at like one a.m. last night. Nice. So this is good. This is gold. Let me just read. Feels like a silly marketing ploy that only idiots fall for. We can talk about that. And yeah.
0: I could have sugarcoated that a little bit. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, it's, it's just, I think that, yes, Disney gives you something, but it's a very high price. Yeah. And it, like, in my mind, and maybe it's because I, and it, it is because I don't have that personal connection with Disney. Like, other people have, like Disney adults might have, but in my mind, you're just playing into a capitalist yes. ploy yeah. for money. Like, spending bad per se right it's just not it just is like it's not a bad thing to do that but like that is a thing but to me i've never seen a disney adult be transparent about the fact that they're playing into this huge corporation they're so oblivious to
1: it right and it's
0: like oh i'm getting all these things i'm like you just spent like eighteen thousand dollars in three days to take you and your husband and your two kids to Disney and spend all this money and buy all this junk yeah. that you're just going to throw away yeah. later. Right. And it's like, who needs 25 pairs of these like plastic fabric ears. Right. You. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And like, I just can't, again, I can't get with it. Yeah. I can't get, I can't. I disagree.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this kind of goes into my second bullet point. Is it really that fun or are you just being told that it's fun? Yeah. And I think uh-huh. it is fun to a certain extent. Like Six Flags is fun, right? Like, mm-hmm. and it's an amusement park. You're going to be amused. Yeah. And there's entertainment value there for sure. But to your point, at the, what cost, right? Yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We've talked a lot about the parks, but another thing about it or about this topic of Disney adults is the fact that it then transcends out of the parks and into their everyday life. Yeah, right. Like yes. people who are running social media accounts, and yeah. I think people, some people know that, like they're almost playing the system. Also, like if they want to become an influencer and they like Disney, they know that's an in because it's a weird, it's a niche. strange niche yeah. to be in, and people yeah. are interested in it. So, like, Sometimes. if you're going to try and be a popular influencer and you like Disney, why not try totally that route? And I'm sure some people... Yeah, yeah. I'm sure some people lean into that a little bit harder than they normally would to try to gain some traction yes. online. But, like, the people who bring it into your office. Yeah. Right? And, yeah. like, I read in an article this guy who also happens to live in Salt Lake City um, who decorates his office with Disney stuff and goes there with all of his PTO. And, like, people in the office call him the disney guy and like that kind of stuff yeah is also where like i get a little bit weirded out on like why are you turning disney into your personality yeah like all you talk about is disney and you unironically wear graphic disney tees and like and that's (sighs) that's It where like,
1: yeah, you can like whatever you want and you can wear whatever you want. If you see a t-shirt that you're like, oh, I love this. Mm -hmm. I'm going to wear it because Mm -hmm. this is something that I love and that represents me. Great. I am happy for you that you have something that you love. And if you want to wear it, you should wear it. But I think you have bad taste. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to for me. Yeah. I think that being a, a Disney adult is kind of lame. And I think you have bad taste. Yeah. And we can still be friends. I have lots (laughs) of friends with bad taste. (laughs) I won't discriminate
0: if you have good taste or bad taste. Listen.
1: But just know that I think you have bad taste. And I'm going to
0: love you forever. But you just. I just feel like if you buy an article of clothing in the parks. Like it's meant to be worn in the parks.
1: This is. And this is something I also wrote down. Um, Okay. Overall. Like big picture. I really love the idea. Just in general. The idea of a group of people collectively being excited about something big. Totally. I think that's fascinating to me. First thing that comes to mind is sports. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like, I was at a Cubs game on Monday, Mm -hmm. and I'm not really, like, a super into sports type person, Mm -hmm. but I love going to games because I love just, like, sitting there and and being surrounded by people who, like, have the club's t-shirts, and Mm -hmm. and they go to Mm -hmm. every game, and they're, like, big fans of the specific team or the sport or whatever and i don't get it um but i think it's cool that there's like a big group of people that rally behind something and the difference between sports and disney is that i think that there's a level of like competitiveness yes and that's a game and and there's um a little bit more behind it there's also like geography behind it you can if you're from colorado then you can root for all of the denver teams and that kind of thing Yeah. so which isn't to say that there isn't like that also, if you're from California, you're going to obviously love Disney. If you're from Florida, you might love Disney, that kind of thing. So there's there's a lot of parallels between the two for sure. But um in general, I love the idea that there is a good, big group of people who do love Disney. Like, that's yeah. cool. Like, yeah. cool for you. Go for it. But to your point, don't wear your
0: Broncos dirt jersey to dinner every night. Right. Tacky. Right. Or, like, try to make every conversation about the Broncos. Yes. Right? Like, especially around people who don't like the Broncos, mm-hmm. right? And it's, it's, that's when it gets to be weird. Like, once again, back to our example one, not everyone wants Mickey and Minnie at your wedding. Yeah. They want to eat food. Yeah. So why bring Mickey and Minnie, and I get it, it's your wedding day. Like, do it, do you. That's for you. But also, everyone else is there and there are things that are appropriate for the time and place like where you don't wear your Bronco's jersey to dinner you don't not feed people to bring two humans in character suits to your wedding. Uh, Yes. I mean yeah. You just don't don't bring other people into your Disney adult world if they don't want to be there. Yeah.
1: You know? Like if you're at a party mm-hmm. and you meet somebody new
0: mm. and they
1: ask you where you're into, talk about Disney for sure. like 30 seconds. <laughs> and like get a feel because if they also like Disney, great. Like go right. talk about it, but bring it up once and then move on. Right. And I will say that the, um, the Disney adults in my life are pretty chill. Yeah. Um, I haven't really had too, any, too many bad experiences.
0: Yeah. Um We I don't really have Disney adults in my life, like my sister has friends who are Disney adults. My sister is not a Disney adult. We both have never been. Her friends are like one of her friends after her bachelorette party took an overnight flight to Florida with two <laughs> of their other friends to go to disney um and I have people like in my past life, like when I was in a sorority
1: uh, that's I would see that,
0: <laughs> which I don't um. What's that term? People are like, I don't accept that. I don't. Like, it's like, I don't, I don't, um, I don't claim that sorority energy anymore. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's the word I want to (laughs) use. (laughs) I don't claim that energy anymore. Um, After coming out, I like don't, I don't know. And sororities are like fucked up in their own way. But I do feel like I was introduced to a lot of Disney adults. Like the sorority girl to Disney adult pipeline is like a real thing. Um, And I don't know what came first. It's like the chicken or the egg. I think
1: it, it you know? goes, like, with sports, with yeah. religion, yeah. with sororities, any kind of group activity. It's the same concept.
0: Yeah. And I don't know, like, if Disney adults navigate toward Greek life or if you become, like, you join Greek life and then you're like, oh, my God, let's go to Disney.
1: I think it's, I think you <laughs> join group, uh, Sorority first because that's mm-hmm. what you do when you're younger, and then when you get money, yeah. After like with your career or the rich husband, which like shows sure. for you, like I fully support that, yeah. Um, or get the money yourself. Either way, yeah. wh- whichever path you go on, happy for you.
0: Um, <laughs> happy for you.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, and then when they have money to go to Disney more, that's when they start going
0: more. Yeah, sure. Well, and I also feel like a lot of sorority girls are already in a privileged position where their parents have money. Also so true. then they, they went to Disney when they were younger yeah. on, like, family vacations. And then when they made their own money, they're like, I'm going to do that also, this? except for I don't have kids. yeah. So then I'm going to bring my boyfriend into it. And I'm going to turn this, like, chubby's wearing fraternity man into a Disney adult. And then we're gonna get engaged in front of Cinderella's castle and do everything related to it. It's Disney. a money
1: thing. Like it's yeah, a, it is. it's a flex. Oh yeah. Because Disney a huge is flex. so expensive. And so that's why people are posting about it where mm. like, oh, I'm I'm drinking at Disney. I spent twenty dollars on this drink and yeah. I cut the lines. It's it is just another version of us yeah. flexing our privilege.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's why, like, we can shit on Disney adults all we want, but, like, they're probably some of the wealthiest people in the world because of the amount of money they spend going to theme parks. That's so
1: problematic, though, because, like, there's, it's, it's almost reserved for a specific class.
0: Sure. Oh, oh, yes. And. Disney's very white. So white. (laughs) And the experiences that Disney offers is mostly available to white people. Yeah. So, we promised we weren't going to get into that, and but, you know, whatever.
1: I don't know. My statement still stands. If you're a Disney adult, you have no taste, but I'll still be your friend. That's nice of you. Thank you.
0: It's very kind. Thank you. Yeah. You're I try so to be kind. You're so kind. You yes. are kind. That's a sarcastic comment. You are. You're a very kind person. I just, like, I don't, I guess I agree. <laughs> I don't want to agree. Like, I don't want to say that people have bad taste, but, like, is it, is it, Bad taste, in my opinion, if I would never wear or do any of those things. Does that equal bad taste?
1: Yeah. Okay. No. Well, all
0: right. Sure. I think, I think maybe it. it
1: doesn't it's not like the definition, but it overlaps.
0: Yeah. It's like not it. my vibe. Like, I would never spend money on, like, a Disney Etsy shop shopping spree, you know? And, like, those things are a big deal. And, like, I would never, like... Post Instagram content that's like what's in my Disney backpack, or like the only reason I know this is because I have people who are Disney adults like in my Instagram feed, so I've seen it. But like Stony Clover does like crossover with like Walt Disney or like other brands, like Coach did like Walt Disney bags. I would never spend money, and I'm a designer girly. Yeah, I don't have a lot of stuff, but I in in my heart. You follow that. I them. am You're a Gucci adult. Yeah. Yes. And so I'm into designer things. I think Gucci adult's going to catch on. I think so too. Because of us, you've heard it here first. Yeah, you heard it here first. We will trademark the term. But a Gucci adult is real. But here's the thing.
1: Gucci <laughs> is meant for adults. Like it is it meant for adults. It's for adults. supposed to be for adults. Very solid point. There's the difference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And And it just circles back into the idea of you missed out on your childhood or maybe you had a great child and you just want to relive it every now and then i totally right. support that but also like go beyond that move
0: beyond that go yeah. travel the world right and like once again i think that's where you are and i am just like do your own stuff but don't bring everybody else into your own shit like yeah. into your shit you know and don't
1: like think that you have culture because right. I think that's my thing is like if if you don't want to travel the world and you don't want to expand your horizon and you don't want to like educate yourself on like what's yeah. actually going on around you fine yeah. but don't yeah. pretend like you know what's going on right because you go to disney every other month like right you at least be somewhat self-aware to yeah. know that you are a one dimensional human being if that's what you're doing
0: right um and that's okay well in my mind this also might it's be wrong like this might be wrong but in my experience, there's like people who literally have zero self-awareness. Like there's people mm-hmm. in my life or colleagues that I know who are Disney adults who are like super conservative, have had no life experiences, hardcore judge other people for the way that they live their life and like are very close-minded and they're obsessed with Disney. Mm-hmm. And then I have people who are like overly empathetic, sensitive. Mm-hmm in love with disney and i'm like i want to put two of you in the park together and have a conversation that is yeah have you experienced that at all because like that's in my in my feed i see two people i see two types of people i see people who in my experience don't know how to have empathy don't know how to see other people like are very and i hate to like correlate those types of people with, like, very conservative right-wing people. But, like, in the last couple of years, that's what we've seen. So true. Right? right? Like, the people who lack empathy. Yeah. They're voting for fucking Donald Trump. Yeah. I, can't, I mentioned Donald Trump in a Disney adult episode. If you're playing um It Burns in a Good Way, the podcast Bingo. Ooh. Gold star for you. Because I feel like that would be on a bingo card. We should make a bingo card. We should make a bingo card. Okay. Anyway, I just feel like that type of person exists in Disney. Yeah. And then that, like, overly sensitive, empathetic, like, childlike yes. person yeah. who wants all good in the world, everyone to have everything, like, fights for the little guy yeah. person. Like, that's at least admirable. Yeah. Right? It's also Disney. But then I'm like, how do you two go to the parks together so and, like, get along? no middle ground. Yeah. Um, Is Disney the middle ground? Between, like, super like been liberal been and been super
1: middle ground, but there's no moderate person that's going to Disney. Correct. Yeah. I would, I, yeah. yes.
0: And Disney must be, like, this neutral ground because yeah. you don't actually talk about politics when you go to Disney days. either, right? Like, it's if you, if you have yes. enough money to go there, yes. you're privileged yes. enough where you're not having those conversations. You escape,
1: you escape yeah. the world. You escape the problems yeah. of the world. And I see that. Like, I get that. I get yeah. why. that's yeah. That's appealing. I get yeah. the draw. I get it. I will also say that um, this is similar to what you just said, where there's different levels of Disney adults where a lot of my coworkers, and again, I've said this multiple times, so I'm sorry that I'm repetitive, but most of the people in my life are pretty mild to moderate Disney adults. And so, Mm -hmm. um, and we're really just talking about more of the extreme side of this. Yes. There's a huge community that is very extreme, but if, if, um, like, I was just thinking, my, I had a co-worker, and she had a baby a couple months ago, and he was actually a preemie. He came three months early, and it was really, like, it was crazy. Yeah, And scary. so, when I heard, I was like, oh, my God, I need to, like, go, like, get her, like, a little basket or something. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I went, and I got all these, like, little preemie baby onesies. Cute. It was It was really weird. Yeah. Shopping for baby clothes. Never done that yeah. before, and that was a wild experience <laughs> for me, emotionally. Um, But... She is, she loves going to Disney. She's yeah. like a low, like a mild to moderate Disney adult. Okay. And I was like, and there were these little Disney onesies. And Perfect. I was like, she's going to love these. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to get them for her. Yeah. I'm not going to not get these for her. Yeah. You know, like I want to, if that's exciting for you, if that's what makes you happy. Yeah. I'm happy. For Pro you. for
0: Disney adults. Easy gift ideas. Yeah. <laughs> so true like if you make disney your entire mm-hmm. personality people will know what to give you yeah for anniversaries yeah. and birthdays and you're great and it's a buy cheap for. because it's yes. so it's everywhere
1: like i was at target yes. and there were disney ones so commercialized like, yeah
0: and i don't know like i buy into commercialized shit we were just mm-hmm. talking again about the designer mm-hmm. bullshit and all the games you have to play to like get an airmaz bag or whatever even like
1: we're at, at it we're at in the middle of aritzia
0: <laughs> and they have like white t-shirts and I'm like, wow, that's a nice white t-shirt. Like, that's right. not actually. No. <laughs> no. And all the teeny boppers who are paying $60 for a tank top. Yeah. And I tried really? two on and did I love them? Yes. Were they magical? Absolutely. Did I buy them? No. Do I regret it? Yes.
1: yes. I, was, like, I get it. I didn't find Orindia's anything. also a
0: cult. I was gonna go online. <sighs> you should. You should. I think we stop it there. I think we've said our piece about Disney adults yeah. and I'm sure you have also have opinions the people out there on the internet who are listening to this episode and if you want to share them you can go follow us on Instagram we'd love to have a conversation with you about Disney adults and we will follow up on this episode after we take our podcast field trip to <gasps> Disney World because I really need to go because I need do need to understand the hype who knows I might change my mind after I go to Disney World because once again Everything I said tonight was an unsolicited opinion, <laughs> for which has no grounding That's whatsoever. One of my <laughs> things to have, I love unsolicited opinions.
1: Yeah, they're amazing. We, I've only been to Disneyland, and I was like eleven, and I've heard Disney World is a lot better, so we could go there.
0: Yeah, so we will break our Disney World religions, religions, Disney World virginities. Same thing. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Love you. <laughs> love you. Please keep listening. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hate us. Don't hate us. (laughs) Okay, bye. Bye.